You're listening to Happiness Abound, episode 520. Welcome to Happiness Abound. I'm Taylor Proctor, a transformational happiness mentor, motivational speaker, and business owner who changed her life from anger, overwork, and resentment to a life I love, abundant in peace, success, fulfillment, and happiness. This show is designed to share actionable insights and to break down the real emotions, mindset, personal leadership, and mental toughness that is needed to live a life of happiness abound. Ready to discover your personal happiness? Let's dive in. Hello, Happiness Abounder, and welcome back. Today, I'm excited to talk about something that is very near and dear to my heart which is my own happiness journey. I figured that I have done 520 episodes and throughout that time I've definitely shared some personal stories, but I don't think I've really gone deep and shared my true journey up to this point since at least episode one. And even then I think that that story and that perspective has totally shifted over the years. So I thought I would take some time today on this episode 520 to share a little bit more about me. And hopefully there's part of this story, there's pieces of this that can resonate with you or that maybe things you've experienced or you're experiencing now. And hopefully it can provide a little bit of hope and a little bit of that knowledge and remembering that you are capable of happiness abound. So that said, I guess I'm just gonna dive right in. <laughs> so I, I feel like I can't start my happiness story or journey without telling you that I was one of the most angry, bitter, and resentful people I had ever met. I mean, I would get so angry at the drop of a hat. One example, one time, I had a plant pot fall and land on my foot at which point I picked it up and smashed it on the floor, <laughs> like threw it. And that wasn't because of anything other than I was mildly inconvenienced, I was slightly hurt, and I wanted to take it out on something, so I took it out on the pot that hurt me. And like, that's a really silly example, but it's true, it happened. There was something inside of me that was just so angry at every little thing. I share about my journey and how driving in my car plays a huge part in this because I was not a good driver either. And what I mean by that is someone would cut me off and I would become so mad, so mad. Who in the world did that person think they were to cut me off? And I just had this entitlement blended with this victim mentality. And it truly was not a happy life. It's not, it's not looking good. And it wasn't until several times. Here's the thing. I, I feel like in people's happiness stories or in their journeys of self-help and personal development, there's always like a lightning bulb moment. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm always honest with you, but I didn't have one singular lightning bolt moment. I had several and it took getting struck several times for me to need to realize that I, it was time to make a change. 
So one of these moments was my husband saying to me, what happened? You used to be so happy and hyper all the time. And now it's just every little thing. You get so angry. And I kind of resented him for telling him, for telling me that. Because I was in that entitlement and victim state. Well, who was he to tell me to be happy? He doesn't know. But he did. He really did. And he loved me enough to kind of tell me that a couple of times. I want to say at least five over the span of several years, but there were several times where he kind of was like, what happened? I, I was in love with somebody who was so happy and then just stuff changed and shifted. A little bit of the backstory there is my husband and I actually knew each other in high school, which is when I was still really happy and before life kind of had knocked me down. And then when we got married, I was still, I was pretty angry, but he knew me before. And him telling me like, oh, you used to be so different, eventually kind of seeped into my brain. And I realized, yeah, I did used to be happy. And now all I felt was tense. Like my body could not relax. My anger had a hold on me. So I decided that I kind of needed to do something about that. I didn't want to be this rage monster that I had become. So I started to look up things that I could do because I really just wanted to be happy. I didn't want to be angry all the time. I didn't want to be bitter. I didn't want to be mad at the world. I just wanted to be happy. How many of you can relate to that? I have, a, I have to laugh because I think as adults, we don't really have enemies in our life in the way that we thought we did when we were kids. But even your worst enemy is motivated by a need and desire to be happy. It's an innate human trait that we all want to be happy. And with that, we all want to feel peace. And I use peace here very specifically because when I was angry and bitter, I was at war with myself. I couldn't calm down. I couldn't relax. I couldn't laugh. I couldn't have any of these things that I wanted in my life. I couldn't feel this happiness and this joy and this peace because I was so much at war with the anger and with the underlying emotion, which was fear. I was afraid to be happy. And my fight, flight, or freeze response, I'm a fighter. So anytime that I would feel vulnerable or I would feel weak and that would make me scared and fearful, I would jump to the attack and I would jump to anger. And this is a silly example, but let's go back to the car driving. When someone cut me off, I would get super angry. Why? Because what if I was driving slow or I did something wrong and I wasn't perfect and now that person was mad and judging me. So you know what? That scares me. I'm vulnerable. Maybe I did something wrong. I'm not going to accept that. I'm going to get mad at them. Now, maybe this isn't you. Maybe you've never been in this space. I would encourage you to still listen because I think there's still some gold nuggets in my story. At least I hope there are that can be relatable. But if it is you, 
you know exactly what I'm talking about. Or you know somebody who you're like, wow, dude, like the person just cut in front of you. It's not worth losing your mind over. And it's like, yeah, but I'm habitually angry now. And that's where I was. I was habitually angry all the time. So much so that I was having a disconnect from my partner. So much so to the point that he was like, where did you go? How can you come back? So as I started this process of figuring out my happiness, it was a slow journey. There was a lot of stops and starts, a lot of fear underlying the anger and an understanding that that's what was happening because I didn't know that before. And it got to a point where I was in this battle between fear and then sadness. Because here I was, I looked out at the world and it felt like everyone else was happy. Everyone else was successful. These people had the job or the career or the business. They had the great house. They had the degree. They had the family. They had the fantastic spouse. And I was angry and losing those things. And everyone else seemed so happy and I felt so incapable of happiness. Because every time I tried, I would fall back into anger. And then I'd beat myself up about it and feel like I was broken. Everyone else is happy, why can't I be? Happiness is inherent, so I must be broken. I must be defective, I must be wrong. And then I didn't like thinking that because that's vulnerable, so I'd get angry again. And it was this teeter-totter seesaw thing of anger and sadness and trying to find the balance. And it reached a point, and I know some of you listening have done this because you've told me, and that's how I know that why you're a listener of the show, because we do have something in common here. I was so desperate for happiness that I did something interesting. I would search happiness on Google, on podcast platforms, on Pinterest, anywhere I could find, hoping, praying that something would pop up to tell me how I could be happy because I was sick of the war and sick of the anger. And sure, things came up, but it was motivational quotes and it was think positive. And there was none of the like actionable insights that I truly, truly needed. But in those moments of the Google searching, I realized that maybe I wasn't broken. Maybe happiness took a little bit of work. And at that point, I have to say my true happiness journey began because I was able to shift my mindset and my perspective and my expectation around happiness. If I didn't believe it was inherent, that meant it could be worked for, which meant I had the power and the control to change my life, to be happier. I could learn to let go of the anger, the bitterness, the resentment, the fear, the sadness, the overwhelm. I could let go of the war and find peace. And so I started on that journey. And about two to three years into said journey, I felt my happiness completely shift and change from where it had been. I started integrating the happiness habits that I knew I needed to be happy. Not the societal checklist of success equaling happiness, which I think we've all bought into. That idea that 
I have the house, I have the degree, I have the great spouse, I have the family, I have the fancy car, I have the wonderful corner office job or the successful entrepreneurial business, that will equal success and therefore that equals happiness. And when we reach all those things or we're still striving for those things and we're not happy, we think we're broken. But the truth of it is you can have all those things and you can have success by society standards but you need to discover what happiness means to you and create the daily habits to build on your happiness every day. And that's what I discovered. That's what I learned. So two years into this, this journey, I decided that I should probably do something about this because I had seen my life transform. I had seen my husband's life transform because it's a ripple effect. My happiness rippled out to him and helped him be happier, helped us both feel more successful and at peace and joyful and happy, which is what we wanted. And that rippled out from there and from there and from there. And I wanted to make that ripple bigger because I realized that I am not the only person. And I know this because having listened to some of you talking to me, you have said, I've searched happiness and that's how I found your show. And I'm like, I've been there. I've searched happiness too. So I decided to start the podcast. And about six months into the podcast, sharing my journey, that's when I took my life coach mentoring certification course. It was very taxing, grueling three months of deep diving into how I can help people, learning more processes and expertise to be happier. And from there, I officially founded Happiness Abound, which is my mentoring company. And now I have the wonderful and deep honor to help other people find their happiness at a much faster pace than I, find, than I found mine. I stumbled. I crawled. I was beat down by the war. I lost some battles. And I don't want that for you. So I started my company and I started this podcast and everything that it encompasses to help you speed up that process. And the one thing I like to ask for my clients and you as a listener, I think this is important to gauge and track as well, is on a scale of one to 10, how happy are you? 10 being overjoyed, happiest you've ever been in your life, one being pretty rough, anger, bitter, resentment, fear, stopping and starting, feeling like you were failing and falling. That's a one. And not just right now in this moment, but kind of overall, this week, where do you think you're at? Because I was at a two or a three and I needed and desperately wanted to be at a seven, an eight, a nine, and dare I wish for it enough, a 10. And when I started my journey and my steps, I found myself moving up that scale. And now I can proudly and happily say that I live in the 9-10 range. I'm so overjoyed with my life and the peace that I feel. And anger still comes up every once in a while. If you're a longtime listener of the show, you've heard me say angry is my template, but it's a template I work to overcome and I'm working to build new happiness habits. And that's 
kind of in a nutshell my story. I'm still a work in progress, but I also am equipped to help you find your happiness, whether that's through the podcast, whether that's through other happiness bound programs, or that's through my one-on-one mentoring program. My one-on-one mentoring program, oh, I love it. I love it. It is so amazing to work with individuals like you who feel like they're on a two or a three scale. And in the 10 week period that we work together, we talk every single day, we build those happiness habits and we transform their life in a way that they never would have even thought possible. And they, at the end of the 10 week period, are seven and eight and nine and nine and a half and sometimes a 10. And to see that transformation is one of my greatest joys and deepest honors. And sure, there's programs out there that say, oh yeah, you know, we can help you be happy, we can help you bring joy. Yeah, I'm sure that they can. But if you've tried them and they failed, I wanna say that I think that might be because it wasn't personalized to you and your happiness routines. Figuring out your happiness, happiness habits and how they play into your life not continuing to do the same things that society says will work and hoping we'll be happy once we achieve success. I've learned that the hard way. I've learned that in my journey and I don't want you to have to keep on struggling. So that is my story, a little bit shorter, but there's plenty of other mini stories and details in there that I am going to continue to share here on the podcast. But as I round out every podcast episode with this concept and this idea and this reminder that you are capable of happiness abound, I want you to know that I say it with every deepest fiber of my being because I believe from the bottom of my heart that you are capable of happiness abound. And sometimes it just means putting the right program or the right idea in place to then shift everything and help you climb up that happiness scale. So I hope that this podcast episode and all the other episodes that have come before and that are coming in the future do help you achieve that. And if you wanna catalyst that growth pattern and be happier even faster, I wanna encourage you to reach out. I would be honored to help. And that's the thing, it's not me doing the work for you. It's you finding what works for you and equipping you with the tools so that you can be happy every single day. And again, that is my, my whole purpose in life is to help others remember that they are capable of happiness abound. And secondary purpose is for me to remember that I am capable of happiness abound and to continue to live my amazing life that has transformed so much. So that said, I'm going to leave you with that today. Hopefully this story resonated with you and it's seriously, if you're like, wow, I'm a little bit lower on that scale, wherever you are, it doesn't have to be a two or a three, maybe you're a seven and you want to be happier. Reach out, let's connect. Because I know that if you have a desire to be happy, you can be happier and I can help you achieve that. So that said, have a wonderful day. And above everything else, remember, you are capable of happiness abound. 
Did this episode resonate with you, inspire you to action? If so, tag me in your social shares, leave a review, or DM me. I'd love to follow along on your happiness journey.